we starting? <laughs> oh yeah. We're absolutely live. Yeah. Coast to coast. It's the homeroom podcast. <laughs> we are in session. I'm sitting across <laughs> from Pat Coyle, aka yeah, last I... pick in dodgeball, first what? pick in small balls. What? AKA Little Miss San Diego Correctional Facility 2014. What? 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 Can we believe they canceled that? It's a legitimate tournament. I know. And there's legitimate fan base for it in a huge market. Well, thanks, man. I'm here with my good pal, my old nemesis, my friend, Hunter Heck, a.k.a. Stanley Steamer's Worst Nightmare, a.k.a. The Pampers Most Wanted, a.k.a. Did You Sit in a Pile of Mud or Are You Just Happy to See Me? Isn't it funny because you you making mud pies in I your f- pants? I famously poop when I'm happy to see people. <laughs> he's, um, like a, he's like a sweet puppy. You guys. But like a sick puppy with that really sad disease that puppies yeah, get. Yeah, just wagging my tail and shitting all over the carpet. Look, yeah. you guys know what's going on here. What, what, what? Uh, That's we, my new catchphrase. We each, I think it's going to land, actually. What, what, what? What, what, what? <laughs> See, I, now I need It doesn't work for you. No, it really doesn't. There's a lot of things that you do that you're just gonna be wah wah wah. Please stop. All you do is cry. Please stop. Can I can I start this? <clears throat> Go. Can I do this? Sure. Okay. You guys know what's going on. We. I'm. <laughs> I'm talking directly to the audience right now. You guys now. know what's. You going guys on. know what's going on. Me and Pat both have a bunch of sloppy hot toppies sloppy that we want to. We're just gonna. We're just gonna sit. You're going to sit back. We're not going to sit back. <laughs> We're going to stand. We're going to stand and scream. We actually do you, this at standing desks. Mm-hmm, while you, with AirPods in. Mm-hmm. And why I'm in New York. Glasses. And I'm in Orlando. And we, <laughs> City of industry. Um, and you just sit back and relax and enjoy just some great <laughs> conversation. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad out here. Um, but before we do all of that, good stuff we should address the past and hunter's big whoopsie okay where i have to call you out i i i deserve it okay so did you have something you wanted to say or do you want me to it was one of my sloppy tops okay then well then i'll have you start let's tease it let's tease it right now um but right after we pay the bills okay tell us you guys know i feel like it's been long enough that you can tell everyone about that sales team that we have well so (laughs) Incidentally, we got a crack team <laughs> of of just sales sharks mm. that are just out on the town. Anacondas. Pounding the pavement. They don't take no for an answer. Titans. And they uh, are going to businesses, big, medium, and small in Cuck size. lords. And they, uh, they demand that uh, these Very businesses you know, uh, use our gigantic platform to help them and we uh will accept money from anyone we don't do any research into uh any of these leads and um and And what and the sales team they just have a really uh i got a soft i I got a soft spot in my heart for all of them they're really good you know what i usually famously don't like the sales team except the new intern arturo arturo I like Arturo. Yeah, he gets it. He works hard. He he's gets a good. It. He's a good kid. Yep. And he always has a cigarette for me. Yep. And I like that about him. Yeah. He he wants to. He's go. really doing good at bringing back like that Wolf of Wall Street sort of vibe to business. Right. He. We've been doing cocaine every morning, eight a.m. sharp. And he's and pretty then much we rip a heater. Always screaming, mm-hmm. which I love because yeah. I never, I'm never like, what did you say? Like, come again or anything like it's that? Like, it's just I like, know what I know, he said. I know what you're saying to me. Um, and the kid's going places. I saw him burst a blood vessel in his eye while he was on a sales call. Yeah. And it was yeah. incredible. I was he, like, this guy is working so fucking hard. He does that on purpose. <clears throat> it's kind of his power move. Yeah. Um, and he puts his body on the line. And, you know, one day we're all going to be working for him. Um, and he actually was the one who brought uh, this sponsor to us this week. Um, and so uh, let's let's give uh, our trio all the credit for this one. Thanks, Thanks again, Arturo. Big shout out. You are living the dream, and I aspire to be you one day. That's why this episode of Homeroom is brought to you by the Stephanie Wu campaign for City Comptroller 2019. Yeah. So if you know anything about politics, you know about this campaign. It's a big 
campaign. Exactly. Um, city, city comptroller. Comptroller. And, and that's not that's not mis a misspelling. Nope. Nope. That's the actual uh, position. Comptroller. Everyone knows. And that's a word. Everyone knows the roles and responsibilities of the comptroller. We don't mm-hmm. need to get into any specifics. Um, but she kind of has like an interesting little. Um, she's got an interesting uh, technique to <laughs> to um, to her campaign. Pat, do you want to explain? Yeah, she <laughs> explain the the technique. She has been taking more of a grassroots approach, where she has um, she's bought up every ice cream truck in the entire Los Angeles County. Mm-hmm. And she's she's removed the ice cream from them. Yeah. And she's only been selling fireworks. And her n- name and face is on the fireworks. And it's been incredibly effective. Yeah. <laughs> you've obviously, like, this isn't news. We've, you've obviously oh, seen this online. Everyone's seen this. Where she, she took all these ice cream trucks... Um, gut, pretty much gutted them all out, took all the freezers out. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of that like ice cream song, they played Despacito mm-hmm. uh, and just are handing out free fireworks. For the kids. Which which fireworks being uh, illegal in the state of California. Uh, and she just, just shows that she does throwing a no-nonsense, de-gaff kind of comptroller. And that's what we need in this city. That, and that's what you need in a comptroller. You need someone that's going to just really grab the city by the balls and let them know what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Stephanie motherfucking woo. Yep. And her and she's campaign, got my vote. And her campaign slogan, Pat. Blow them up, motherfucker. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so she's got our vote. Yeah. I, I love you, Steph. I love you, Steph. All right. Let's get into my oopsie. Yeah. Hunter ruined. I'll let you. Maybe you do the intro and then I'll just fucking light your ass up. Okay. So. Uh, that we haven't recorded or released an episode in a while. Two weeks. And weeks. when we made that promise to you a few weeks ago, prior to the, the big whoopsie, big whoopsie 2019, we said that we would be committed and we would be consistent and we would be loyal to the fans. Yep. And, and Hunter betrayed your trust. And I've, I've let everybody down. Um, I've let out all of our listeners in the United States. Our one listener in Germany, our one listener in Australia, our one listener in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. our one listener in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. and our newest listener from Rwanda. Whoa. (laughs) This is... (laughs) This is news to Pat. Wow. Um, This makes this... this, I mean, this is just salt in the wound. Yeah. So this is uh, a betrayal. Well, no longer, probably. Listener no longer. uh, Probably, because uh, the last session <laughs> the last session that we sat down to record we this recorded a real firecracker episode i got probably say. the best episode of all time best episode of all time firing on all cylinders pat <laughs> and i were mm-hmm. uh and we get to the very end where's that episode you ask we get to the very end uh i look over at our recording laptop and notice that uh supercomputer Right. I looked over at our multi-million dollar uh, recording supercomputer only to find that I <clears throat> had selected... Hunter Heck. I Hunter Heck, um, despite all my best intentions and despite my loyalty and love for the homeroom fan base. Prove it. You have a funny way of showing selected it. Selected the wrong microphone input. <gasps> cry and uh the entire episode was recorded through the laptop microphone sitting about three feet to our left so the whole episode sounded like we were sitting in a fucking tuna can screaming at each other which brings me to my first topic revisiting that episode Mm. and seeing if we can't squeeze a little bit of gold out of it do you have timestamps for this? I got two timestamps that I want to point out. Okay. The first is so this would normally have been cut out of <laughs> this normally would have been cut out of the episode if we had recorded it correctly. Mm. But there's a little <clears throat> bit of a uh, pre uh, record or pre episode banter uh, 
that we were engaging in. That way, this went through the microphone. No, but it, oh. it was, but it was still recording. Uh, and so it's still tin can. Right, exactly. Um, so this was before this was before we started the episode, uh, and this was literally how the entire like recording session started. You sound great out of <laughs> out of here. Can you talk for me? Yeah, sure. I'll talk every day of the week. So we even That's did good. a mic check. I guess it doesn't matter, but we did. You're gonna, so this leads me to believe. Did you hear that, what you just said? You sound okay. great out of. We're we're lauding the audio quality. Yeah, sure. I'll talk every day of the week. That sounds good. That sounds good. No, do not put that stamp of approval on me. I'm saying that... Don't say that I signed off on this. I wasn't saying... I have no access to your... The secondary computer. This wasn't designed to be an indictment of you. I think it was. No, it was not. A personal attack on me. I feel attacked. Then why do I feel attacked right now? That's a you problem. I'm sorry that you feel that way, Pat. Well, so am I, because I'm sorry that you made me feel this way that I feel. And I think that this... No, it's because I'm hearing it through a completely different system. No, I know. I just think it's funny that we were talking about, oh, yeah, this sounds so good. Meanwhile, we're recording out of the wrong thing. Yeah. You yeah. took it personally. This was supposed to be. Okay. I'm sorry. This is a, a high intensity situation, but yes. And I got to say, we probably had, we capped off the episode with a classic segment uh-huh. on the homeroom pod with a little homeroom pod rap battle. Uh, and I want to revisit that and listen back. Uh, I'm okay with that because I don't want to rap again. Okay. Um, so this is the uh, the Lost Files homeroom. Opening up the vault, rap baby. Battle. Okay, I like this. And I get to just listen. I There's nothing better than listening to yourself you freestyle. Oh, sure. Um, so you ask for a word. Be like freaking orange. We all know there's no yeah. words that rhyme with orange. Um, there's none. And I didn't give you Let's orange. hear I you uh, spit some bars about just, uh, one, word. just one word. Yeah, football. 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 <clears throat> yeah. football. Football. Oh wait. And that's where I start the music yes, that you can't hear now. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! I forgot this. Football. No, I don't. I don't want to football. put freestyle with no beat. <laughs> no. This is good so far. Yep. Everybody. Great. So, do you have a topic? That's it. You're no. just gonna gas me. What about you? Okay. No, we'll listen to mine too. We'll listen to mine too. <laughs> it's even better, actually. I think we should consider doing acapella freestyles as like a regularly. Mainstay. Yeah. I, I, because I think I think the beat sometimes gets in the way of like mm-hmm. my own. It's a little my own rhythm. It's a little too catchy. A yeah. little too. Because sometimes exciting. I, I think what happened there is I sort of like the the beat provides one or like the song itself provides one beat one sort of rhythm to go off of but then i sort of you could tell i kind of found my own yeah and i kind of found my own and i kind of made my own my own beat i've always said this like but you have music in your bones yeah you got music in your heart you know and And, and when you're when you're freestyling acapella it really comes out especially when you're freestyling acapella but listening to a beat that no one else can hear yeah um, all right, let's see how I fared. Every day. There we go. Football. How about that? Day. How about that? that was... said I don't have rhythm or beats. Dude, <laughs> and I do. I, I clearly do. talked about it. I think I have both if rhythm and beats. And I gassed you up on that. Yeah. I, I, said I, I felt good about it. Mayor. I thank you. I appreciate I that. I could see it like in the way you were holding yourself. Like I was like, oh, this guy's a Super Bowl winning running back. So yeah. Like, see, and that's yeah, a good I friend. Was the best. That's a good the friend best. right there. Yeah. Amazing. 
All right, I'll give you a word. Chowder. 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 All right. Chowder. 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 That's kind of a hard word. That's it. (laughs) No, that's all I need. Hold me up, fam. That's all I need. need. All right, young Metro, hit me up. And drop the beat. (laughs) Can you turn it down on my headphones? It's a little too loud for my youthful ears. Yo, yo. Everybody come one come all. We're going down to the great big chowder hall. It's got big <laughs> spoons and big bowls. And when we eat them, we get so full. Everybody knows that I'm the man. Nice. And I'll show you how to eat out of that can. The chowder can, but don't cut your mouth. Everybody come out from north and south. You can eat you can't deny that chowder hall too. at 3 p.m. We'll play baseball. We shoot the <laughs> score. We do the runs. And afterwards, we'll have some fun. The chowder is so good in my tummy. It goes down and tastes so yummy. This, this goes on for 10 more minutes. Don't let everybody come inside. <laughs> we don't like everybody that wants to hide. If they are hiding, we'll come find you. At 4 p.m., we play hide and seek. <laughs> That's what we play after baseball game. And I'll find everybody. Don't you peek. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see you. You're going to heaven. You're done. <laughs> And I want you to know that everybody leaves at 4 p.m. after hide-and-seeking time. That's when everybody stops to rhyme at 6 p.m. Keep going through the schedule. My one complaint is that we didn't get a full breakdown of the schedule. Yeah. Well, so the chowder We really hall, only got like a snippet of what yeah, the day and, looks and like. And that's, that's their typical Tuesday. That wasn't even like a weekday yeah. weekend schedule. So maybe at some point you could break down, give us like a full walkthrough. I'll work. If we, if we have another rap battle, I'll be sure to let you know everything that's going on. Um, but so look, so maybe my big whoopsie wasn't such a big whoopsie because we were able to, you drove all the way out here. Mm-hmm. We spent. And that a, was on a. On a Monday night at 6 o'clock. You fought traffic to get here. Uh, We sat down. We recorded for well over an hour. Mm -hmm. And we got about two solid minutes on it two weeks later. So I'd say that was a good time investment on all of our parts. Maybe uh, the podcast was the friends we made along the way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I don't think that it actually was a mistake. Yeah. No, I I, I don't agree. And I'll just going to hold that over you maybe forever. All right. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah. If hey, Young Metro doesn't, what? He's going to what? Okay. Every week I wanted a new sound, a new transition sound. And every week I don't go find one. That was new, right? Oh, yeah. No, that's actually one we haven't used before. <laughs> uh, okay. My topic. My turn. Hmm. All eyes on me. All right. I'll let you take it away here. Here we go. <clears throat> I got a new cell phone device from Apple. Woo! The new one, the new big one with Everyone's all the impressed. with all the eyeballs. Everyone thinks you're great. But you know what was the highlight of my Apple experience? What was the Apple Store? Really? And the events taking place within the store. Have you been to an Apple Store recently? Never. Actually, I think I've been to an Apple store a couple times, but you've never bought a phone from one and no. spent like a significant. No, nope, so I bought, I actually bought my phone directly from Apple. Shout out, uh, Steve Jobs. Um, <laughs> and I spent so it took me, it took me a long time, honestly, because I had we had a little bit of a debacle, I had to do some iCloud stuff. So I spent probably two hours in the Apple Damn. store, and they have a whole host of activities, they had a giant screen. And a person, a woman, was hired as a presenter. And so the whole time, everyone's in there kind of pissed off, like dealing with Apple, spending more money than they want to be spending, trying to trying to like figure out why they can't access their email, buying things they don't need. Yes, exactly. Or like, and then little kids who are just like at the mall and then like they make their parents go in so they can play fucking doodle jump on an iPad for an hour. Mm. And in meanwhile, this poor woman is giving a presentation on how to edit in, uh, is it movie maker or iMovie? Oh. In iMovie. And like, Which, a did she draw full, a crowd? 
No. Oh. <laughs> it seemed as if I was the only person who knew that this was happening. She was presenting like like there was probably two hundred. It was a huge Apple store. Probably two hundred people. She had a microphone. She had a microphone. Oh my god. She had a Britney Spears headset. style yeah. headset. Yep. Like she it was projecting to the whole store. There was a literally a movie theater sized screen. This was like the biggest screen I'd seen in a store that or literally anywhere that wasn't a, a movie theater, like a, a movie theater or like a stadium. It was a huge fuck, like a whole 30 foot wall was a screen. And she's just like making an iMovie and like really going in depth and like making jokes. And it was like really putting on a good show. Was it, was it pretty scripted? Did it seem like she had to practice a lot? It seemed like it was scripted at one point, but it seemed like she had given this enough times that, she was at the point where she was sort of ad-libbing, you know? She That's was fun. she was kind of like going off the cuff a little bit mm-hmm. and working some new material. And honestly, it was landing for me. For you? I was enjoying it because there was a point where my phone was just transferring to the iCloud. So I was just sitting there. And they actually have seating. They had like these like weird, like very startup-y uh, like pods that you sit on. Like <laughs> literally like blocks of wood yeah. that you sit on. No backs, no backs to any of, of the course, chairs. Of course, in this day and age, with in 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 the tech industry, chairs should not have backs. Yeah, they're just restricting. It's a waste of materials. Yeah, absolutely. and how am I supposed to make sure my core is activated? Exactly. So I was sitting there, core fully torqued, fully activated. Yeah, uh-huh. Good, good and, for you. Uh, and I was intently listening, but to her credit. She refused to ad- admit to herself the fact that no one else cared. Good. And she didn't address her. me once. Good for her. She kept just looking out to the mass to of everyone. people with their backs turned yep. and ignoring me, who the was only one five feet listening. from her, sitting there with my phone, just transferring. See, that's, that's engaged. A, that is a confident veteran move. Yeah. Because if that was me up there, I would have realized that just one person was listening to me, made some sort of gesture like, yeah, this is kind of dumb, right? Like to the person, and they'd be like, yeah, this is kind of dumb. And I'd be like, all right, I'm just going to kind of phone the rest of this no, in. No, at no point did she Good for her, recognize man. the fact that this was kind of dumb. I'm so proud of her. And I was honestly, yeah, it did was you thrilling. give her a tip or any sort of applause? No. A at a certain laugh, point, I just walked laugh? away. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think I smiled once at one of her yeah. jokes. I smiled, and then I made sure to... St- Stare into her eyes with my smile and be like, yeah. I see you. And then did you wait for an appropriate time to get up and leave? Like, uh, At one point, she invited... <laughs> at one point, she set up a camera and then invited people to come up. She actually had an iPhone on a tripod, which I thought was really exciting. That is cool, yeah. And then she invited anyone in the store to come up and uh, be the star of the movie she was making. So it was like a great chance to like break the fourth wall and be like, this movie that we've been making the whole time? Well, guess what? You get to it's be in it. you. And then I walked away. And you had <clears throat> no desire to be the star of the show? It was a lot of pressure. It seemed <laughs> like you were a perfect candidate for that I think Roll. if anyone was going to walk up there and be in it, it was me. Yeah. And I and you walked away. And I Did I, anybody get up, go up there? No, she ended up she had a backup plan. What was her backup plan? She had some like stock images that oh, she okay. just whipped up. Yeah, she was probably But we were making a movie about those. um a longboarder. It wow. was longboarding. You know how to longboard. I'm telling you th- this was made for you. I know. This could have been gr- a really great opportunity. Maybe it felt too close to home. Okay, I can yeah. see that. It, yeah. it didn't uh, allow you to kind of like flex your uh, acting skills and, and show your breadth. Yeah, I think that it was more like this is too real. Like this, yeah. I can't really be a part of this project because like it's oh, too, it's much too like emotional. Me. Because then I become that guy. Uh huh. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. You you kind of want more of like a period. Thing. Yeah, but it was hilarious because then and then like I think at the end of her, she did like a good hour, and then at the end, holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. Well, I guess when she's like, if she's like doing. <clears throat> yeah, she stuff. like edited the yeah, so movie. That, okay. That makes which, sense. by the way, iMovie, wow, they're doing good things. Huh. But, um, but at the end of it, she then like posted, like, she left and then like the screensaver came up and it had like the schedule. They have like a full docket of these presentations that just go on all the time. So they're hiring. Well, they make use of that 30 foot screen. And then, like, the I, next person hops in to present? I didn't see the next person. There was, like, a down period. But, like, okay. they have, like, a full, like, they have, like, two or three presentations wow. each day. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, I wish more people would have got on board with that. Yeah. It was, it was exciting. And it made me wonder does Apple think this is a good idea? <laughs> 
I mean, does, we're does talking Apple, about it, but Apple, I think we might be the. I think I honestly was the only person that knew to this even was happening. Register that this was what's going on. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to, you know, kind of be an advocate for her and be like, "Hey, guys, like, this is kind of cool over here." I smiled at her. Okay, that That's seemed enough. like the most I could do. That's at the enough. Time. Wow, I'm I'm just astounded with her uh, resilience in that yeah. situation. No, yeah, she was like. Just chugging through. Yeah, I could not have done that. But um, I just, yeah, I just wonder if they do this at every Apple store now. Because this was the first time I'd really well, this spent. This probably like a premier Apple store. It was pretty nice, yeah. yeah. Well, that's exciting. It was How really like your new, is that the iPhone 7? Uh, No, I got the 4S. 4S. That's yeah. So that's the one with the curved sides. It comes in all those cool, fun uh, iPod touch colors. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking. No, at this right is the last one with like that really wide uh, charging port. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because those are the only chargers that I have. Doesn't have a, uh, that only has one correct way of going in. Yes. Yeah. This was the uh, the yeah because those are all the chargers I have. Right, and you can't. And what am I gonna do? Yeah, charger. I'll have to get a new phone and then get all these new chargers. Right. Well, that's stupid. Right. No. So that's I yeah, yeah. So I got a new 4S, brand new. Hey, that's awesome. Refurbished once, but hey. brand new. Okay. After yeah. brand the, new since for the you. Refurb- refurbishing, yeah. That's exciting. Well, that that's a perfect segue mm-hmm. into what I have. Perfect. Because you're talking about going to the mall. I am. Yeah. Going shopping, mm-hmm. buying stuff. Christmas, and that leads me to my next topic. It's Christmas time. Yes, King. This is the You dumbasses thought I was gonna play all I want for Christmas is you. You simple basic bitches thought I was gonna play all I want for I Christmas guess, is yeah. you. I mean I thought you'd play at least a good song. Are you kidding me? Kelly Clarkson's underneath the tree. Audio. This is far hypier than all I want for Christmas is you. I got to say, simply for this one chord progression right here. That feels good. What's that? Anyway. I didn't like that. Um, that doesn't feel like Christmas at all. It's underneath the tree, and it's got um, jingle bells in the background. So Is it about song. sex under the tree? Hmm. That and, doesn't feel like Christmas. And then one day, everything changed. You're all I need underneath the tree. It's getting pregnant under a tree. This song's about getting pregnant underneath a tree. I'm for it. That's in, that's the Christmas spirit right there, I if disagree. you're asking me. Um, what I got to say is that people are getting upset that we're starting the Christmas season earlier and earlier every Fuck year. Em. And as long as we're no. celebrating Christmas earlier and earlier, I'm going to start celebrating it the earliest. November 1st. I'm going to go ahead and say October 31st at... 9 p.m. Oh, three. Is that's the East official, Coast. That's East the Coast. Official of at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh. No, 9 p.m. local time. Yeah. So 9 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. I see. Is the start of Christmas season. I support you. I think it's always for me. It's been November first. I think I'm going to stick with the traditional midnight West Coast. So but November up to nine, dude. I I think here's the thing. I don't know if I'm that brave. Watch a scary movie. Eat some Halloween candy. You finished your, your scary movie at nine o'clock, and then <laughs> what time did you and start, then you start listening to Christmas music at nine p? Because it's Christmas, baby. Hmm. Hmm. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I. I you know, I'm not gonna fight you on this. I'm as much as as much as I am a major autumn advocate. Of course, I am an even bigger. You're Christmas, a Christmas baby. baby. You're a huge Christmas child. I am child. a Christmas baby. Yeah. Uh, but this actually is, uh, this is, this was a topic, but it's more of a half topic, so I'll just bring up the argument now. Yeah, just piggyback on mine, sure. I, this might be a hot take too, but I think that there has not been a good Christmas song made or released since Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I could give you five. Name one. We just listened to it. Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson is one. It's not a very There's good song. There's probably It's not a very good song. There's as much as I love Christmas and Patrick? I love Christmas music, I like the oldies and I have tried to listen to the newies, but they all feel like there's cash grabs. A, nope. There's about four on Justin Bieber's Christmas album that are certified Those Christmas are funny. Bangers. Those are funny to listen funny. to. No, those and are like Christmas kind bangers. of joyful at times. 
But if I'm I'm when I listen to a Christmas song, I want it to feel like Christmas morning. God forbid I wake up to listening to fucking Rump Up Hum Pum by Justin Bieber and have fucking Mixmaster, whatever his name is, uh Flowrider. DJ Flexmaster Funk? No, what's the uh who's on that song? The drummer boy with Justin Rump Bieber. Rump up pum 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 Yeah, and then Twista. It's not Twista. All the above, as far as I'm concerned. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. But he's the guy he raps like crazy fast. It's just like it's fun to listen to, but to me, this is a Christmas song. Okay. It's not telling me that mistletoe by Justin Bieber's not as that good whole as album all I want is, is fun, but it's not Christmas morning to me. All right, okay. And if I'm like to me, Chris, even Mariah Carey's is a little up tempo. It's a little up tempo. That's like Christmas party. But I'm talking like I mean, what about Michael, Michael Bublé, dude? He's got. But I think that's. But okay, what I'm saying is released like a new song. The covers are great. I love the covers. But give, when was the last good original Christmas song that isn't Mariah Carey's? That's true. It's a hard thing to do. It is. Make a new Christmas song. Yeah. Um, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton took a stab at it last year. I think they crashed and burned. No way. I think These they are good tunes. crashed and burned. These are burned. good tunes. I don't think so. All right. Well, your like chance you're tried to, and chances wasn't very good. I I still don't get me wrong. I love what's happening. I love. I respect it, and I still do enjoy and listen to it. But I won't count them as like a. I won't put them in the same category as the Christmas classics. Okay. Well, the Christmas classics, the Christmas classics at one point were and the same to- type of Justin Bieber, Michael Bu- Michael Bublé things we're talking about right now, where they're just new songs. That have become Christmas classics. And Does Michael Bublé have any new songs? I think they're all covers of like the the classics. I think he might have one or two. But you know what I'm saying? Where like they become like even the, your Christmas classics were covers of like original <laughs> just, Christmas songs. Well, you just you originally had Michael Bublé Christmas, and then you just typed album, <laughs> and it shows the exact same results. Say. <laughs> <It's the same. laughs> I tried to talk and Google at the same time, Patrick. <laughs> But you did it with such certainty. Oh, yeah. So it's hard, you know. It's good <laughs> too. Album songs. I think there's like five original Christmas songs in the rest music. Of if you actually search music too. Okay, so Michael Bublé Christmas, Christmas album songs, songs music. Yeah, there we go. Old see Deluxe special edition Yule log. Oh, see, I'll listen to this and watch this. Though. You're right, but it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. But these are the new classics. It's not new though. It's a cover of no. But they're the new. The these yeah, covers are the new fine, classics, and all of your favorite Christmas songs no, are covers too. There's no new. There's no new IP. That's what I'm saying. That achieves your threshold for what a Christmas classic is. Mm-hmm. No one releases a new song that's an instant classic, aside from Mariah Carey. See, it can be done. It it's possible. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just all I'm saying is maybe we can push ourselves a little harder this season, music industry, and be mm-hmm. like, let's put out a fucking classic. Yeah, let's put out a classic. Let's just let's not put one. out a giant album about how I'm Blake Shelton and try and make a trillion dollars. Let's focus on one wholesome song and should just we, really nail it. Should we? Sure. Yeah. Do you think, I think we got what it takes? I think that's what we're getting at here is that there's only two guys for the job. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting and in And you've heard us freestyle. Yep. Imagine, Just imagine if we had time to prepare. Can you imagine what we could do with some sleigh bells and a guitar? And I'll bring an air horn. That See, that's something <laughs> that hasn't been tried. Yeah. I don't and I know. think it could work. I, yeah. That's just me just riffing a little bit but anyway, i think an air horn could be nice anyway it's it's christmas time and if you are waiting till after thanksgiving to start getting in the what are you listening spirit, to my what question are you doing? my question for those people out there those psychomaniacs is what are you listening to in between october or uh, halloween and if, thanksgiving if thanksgiving beefed itself up a little bit more 
then yeah, I'm, we'd be willing to wait. Yeah. But we're just too excited to get to the next thing. And <clears> we're <throat> we're the problem is that we're all dumb sheep that can't help ourselves from loving Christmas music and Christmas movies and buying stuff for each other and getting stuff from each other mm-hmm. that we just hop straight from Halloween to Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. I really do. It's, but it's my just... actual fit. I like Thanksgiving more than Christmas, but there's no Thanksgiving season. Yeah. There's only Christmas season. Yeah. Thanksgiving needs a little more character. You know, and, and we're gonna be the guys, and we're the ones to do it. <laughs> we got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah. So next next episode, mm-hmm. we are gonna give Thanksgiving a whole new identity mm-hmm. and make the newest Christmas classic. Yeah. Mark our words. We wouldn't lie we to you. We promise you. We wouldn't lie, listeners. I promise. We have a lot of. We have to really regain their loyalty and faith in us, and we're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. After my big whoopsie, that's the least we can do. Um, let's see uh, what else Archero has for us. Oh, okay. Because he got both of these, right? Yeah. I mean, it's basically as long as I, as far as I'm concerned, Arturo is the only fucking person doing work outside of you hey, and I. You, Be- Beth. Honestly, Beth. Beth is, Beth is trash. Beth dude, got us 14 leads last week. Yeah, and none of them closed. But they Arturo were, gets one one lead, but closes a hundred percent of the time. I, I, that's I, what I'm all about. I'm, I'm looking for numbers. Eventually, he's going to slip up. All right. Well, this episode is brought to you by uh, Arturo. This episode is brought to you by Arturo, who brought to us. Uh, okay, this episode of Homeroom Pod is brought to you by the Call of Duty Center for Preteen Stress and Anxiety Prevention. So this has a special place in Pat's heart, I know, because so, you're actually an alum alumnus. Yeah, well, so program we've all been there. Uh-huh. You're 11 years old. You're 13. Mm-hmm. You you're just like every day. You're going to school until two o'clock. You get mm-hmm. home. You have no time for fun. You have all this homework. You're swamped. Mm-hmm. You're busy. Mm-hmm. You're stressed. Your mom's riding your oh, butt God. saying, do the dishes. Do the dishes. Take the dog for do a walk. walk. Well, sometimes you just need a little bit of relief. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to get on the internet and call a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. bad words. Yes. And that's where Call of Duty comes in. Exactly. So, so the, the entire <laughs> video game uh, was kind of created as this stress relief f- for teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um and so if you if you or uh, your your son or daughter um, you if you can sense their that this anxiety and stress is building up in, inside of them, let them hop online with a bunch of strangers and just kind of take the filter off. Yeah, get them a nice headset, mm-hmm. give them a little peace and quiet to just sort of lay into a bunch of people who have done nothing wrong to them, mm-hmm. and just let them call them words that they should never be saying. Yes, exactly, and, and once, that's what they need. Because if they if they're allowed to do that, then if they're allowed to do that combined with um, you know, playing ultra ultra violent video games and guns and all this stuff, then they're way less likely to go into actual society and and use those behaviors. Exactly, and I just think it's great. I think and for one, I for one, I've been playing Call of Duty mm-hmm. uh, just purely because I just I like to reminisce. I don't I don't get involved. I don't talk, but I just like to jump into a game when I'm spending my evening, my little bit of free time. Mm-hmm. And then I want, I want that 13 year old to feel comfortable to let his anger out on me. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is really personal for you, Pat, because mm-hmm. you were one of the first graduates from this program when it was, mm-hmm. um, when it debuted in 2008. Yeah. It was a little at the time, uh, it was a it was cutting edge. Like people mm-hmm. thought that maybe these children shouldn't be using racial slurs or mm-hmm. calling people things that are like homophobic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it actually turned out to be okay. And you it turned was, out great. Yeah, I'm fine. And like I learned, I I became a better person because of right, that. Right. So just like, to like blow off some steam on some freaking online noobs yes. that shouldn't be there and and shouldn't be. Talking in your voice chat anyway. Hey, I, I, I you can, let them know, I can okay? See, I can, no, I, Pat, Pat, I can see the yeah, eleven year old coming out of you. I this don't, isn't I don't the place get for it. it. Yeah, but, um, but so I, so we appreciate Call of Duty. Obviously, had a huge, massive launch a couple weeks ago, and we're just happy to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, Arturo, dude. 
He's Call of Duty. That's big. And Stephanie Wu. Mm-hmm. Two huge. titans. Yeah, absolutely. This kid's going places. And we're riding his coattails. Okay. Uh, is it is it my turn? Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you, uh, just to lighten things up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the best movie trilogy of all time? Because mm. the Star Wars trailer just dropped. It's pretty hot. Yeah. It's pretty hot. I'm excited for that. Um, are you? I. What are you most excited about for that? Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewie. <laughs> Chewie. He's dead. And, um, and Princess Leia. Uh-huh. You know, and Star Star Wars. Yeah. You know, just in general. He's going to be there, in too. In general, it's just, it's the biggest. Um, so, obviously, that's up there. Yeah. Um, but cool. that's, that's three trilogies in one franchise. Exactly. And I think the fir- the, the prequels, the ones that I grew up with, Mm. are Phantom some of the Menace. best filmmaking out there. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> sure. Um, and it can becomes a Darth Vader guy. And, yeah. Um, I mean, that's when the world got introduced to um, Christian, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. And I mean, he's a gem. Yeah, and he's like, the best. Like, we lucked out. So there's that. that there's guy. Lord of the Rings, which would be a contender in this conversation. Of course, um, the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and Return of the King, <laughs> and Legolas, Gimli, and can you answer seriously? What do you if you had to? I'm weighing my options. What's your personal favorite? I'm okay, my okay. options. Um, I'm getting a little through. bit of cynicism. No, 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 no. I mean, it's just like we got Star Wars, <laughs> and then we got Lord of the Rings, and mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, we got Gandalf, the White and Gray. Wow, and which is your favorite? Oh, Gandalf the Grey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Relatable. And, and Mount. Everybody's grandfather. And the mountain. So. The mountain? The mountain they climb. Oh. It's <laughs> so it's symbolic almost. Mountain Doom? Yeah. Mountain Doom. So. <laughs> gotta, gotta get me some Mountain Doom. So. Oh. Uh, how do I pick? So you've named two. Mm-hmm. Um, the Indiana Joneses. You know? You got Indy. <laughs> and, and what else do you need? Right? Yeah. The whip, the snakes, <laughs> the boulder, and artifacts. Egypt. So <laughs> we're now we got three trilogies. We got a trilogy of trilogies to, to talk about. Yeah. Um, and they're all so good, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, where do we go from here? <laughs> I fucking can't. You know what I'm saying? The way you're talking to me. You know? <laughs> so... Uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I fucking hate you. We're talking, I don't think we're talking cinema. I don't think you've ever seen an Indiana Jones movie. We're talking cinema. Name, do one line from Indiana Jones. Indy. <laughs> Classic line. Is Indy, an, no. You know? Oh, Indy, no. Yeah. Oh. You know, when he's in danger. So... <laughs> That is a classic scene. What what would you say? Uh, I like Herbie fully loaded. Yeah, yeah, with with uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, or the earlier ones. Well, I guess I consider the original to be the first. It's canon. Yeah, they're all three. Fully loaded, and then Herbie fully reloaded. Or yeah, Herbie two fully loaded and furious. Herbie two full full loads only. Exactly. Yeah. Um. That's probably that's a good one. That's probably Dude, my. There's honestly so many. So many. I think that might be all of them. I think we actually made it. Oh, John Wick. Ooh. That's the greatest trilogy of all time. If I would say, I mean, for me, for my money, it would be, I would have to think long and hard about between the John Wick trilogy and the Jason Bourne trilogy. I think the Bournes, the Bournes. Yeah. Hmm. The Bourne identity supremacy. And the third. <laughs> I like them all. And that's your favorite? I like them all. Huh. <laughs> you it's know what I'm saying. Ultimatum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ultimatum. The ulti- ultimate man. Yeah. So. I think, uh, w- I think you, you can't have this conversation without mentioning Lion King. Lion King's one, one and a half, and yes. two. Everyone remembers Lion King one and a half. Love me some one and a half. Yes. The whole thing from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective. Yeah. It answers the question we all had. 
what was this warthog and little rat thing up to while all this other stuff was going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. And, and, I, and I hear you. Yeah. Uh, what about... Um, a little Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, if you will. What about... Um, Nothing? Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know what Rosencrantz is. Oh, it's a, it's a movie that looks... It's, kind of, it's the Romeo and Juliet story from Rosencrantz and Guildenstern's perspective. Oh, everybody's favorite characters, Rosencrantz <laughs> and Guildenstern. I actually don't know if it's Romeo and Juliet, but it's a Shakespeare thing. Um, what about... It's a Shakespeare thing. Um, the Bible. That's a good trilogy. Yeah, books one, two, and then the third book of the Bible, Reloaded. Which is, uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, true. Yeah. True. And then, then of course, there's uh, Moana. Moana. Yeah, because Moana is... And then they put all those music videos. Well, because there's Lilo and Stitch... One, Lilo and Stitch 2, and then Moana, and that's the kind of Disney Hawaiian trilogy. Well, and then I guess you can include Johnny Tsunami. And Johnny Tsunami. So it's actually more than just a trilogy. Yeah. Um, great. Johnny Tsunami one and a half. I think we nailed it. Yeah. I think we settled that one. So the best one is? Oh, Star Wars. Herbie fully loaded. Herbert fully loaded. Herbert. Yep. Justin Herbert fully loaded. I call him lo- Herbert fully loaded. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where the people... Didn't like that burp. <laughs> Why? Didn't love it. Uh, uh, Hunter and I learned how to make smoke out of our mouths. Yeah. Ready? Can you see it? Uh, okay. You got one? Because I have another really good one that I definitely want to get to. It's daylight savings time. That's so good. What? <laughs> how do you feel when it gets dark earlier? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have so much to say on this. It's it's, so it's actually earlier. crazy because it's like, so listen to from my perspective because I right. think this is a little bit of a unique take on something. Yeah. So I was like asleep at night and it was mm-hmm. night and it was dark yeah. and I went to sleep. And then when I woke up, there was all these extra hours and I was like, uh, what? And then, and then for the rest of the day, I was just kind it of was, like... You're like, it feels... Later than it, it should be. It feels like it could almost be an hour from now. Yeah. Is and what then, I was feeling like it was and like. S- and then it starts to get darker sooner. Weird. That is super weird. Right? Yeah. Because we're only saving. What are we really saving? Is it daylight or are we just saving ourselves? Oil. Yeah. Thanks, Al-Qaeda. Honestly. Um, so that's new. Yeah. That's how I feel about saving daylight do you um day saving daylight ryan do you uh, enjoy nice do you enjoy (laughs) um daylight savings time both in the fall and the spring oh i don't think it affects me at all really i think it's a fun little thing it's something that we're all going through you know yeah it's like a massive social experiment where we have something kind of dumb to talk about for a little bit didn't they do it? And it kind of messes like, with everyone's like physiology. Yeah. Didn't they do that? What's the original purpose like for farming and agriculture? Every year I look it up and every year I forget. But I think that's why. <laughs> I think it's farming and agriculture originally. And then we just like refused to change. Yeah. Well, Arizona doesn't do daylight savings times. Oddly Which enough. Which is so weird to me. Yeah. They just, they decide not to and they can because time's not real. What? Time is a construct, Patrick. My question is, why isn't it always the same time everywhere? See, that's getting that's getting crazy. Right? Because... Because why can't 2 a.m. just be the middle of the day for some people? Mm-hmm. You know? That's <laughs> true. Like, why because not? Because then how would the trains run, Pat? They just go at 2 a.m.? How would the trains run? I start work at 2 a.m. And it's, it's daytime for me. Mm-hmm. And what's so wrong with that? All right. And what is so wrong with that? See, we're solving all kinds of problems today. That's true. We just basically right, wait, fixed so Christmas music. All right, music. so let's say there's no time zones. So, Got it. But we'll use our Pacific time zone as our base. So well, that would obviously, if if we did go with like the everywhere it's the same time, I think we'd have to base it off of California, like Pacific. Oh, because it's the best time zone. Yeah. Because That's not a biased opinion. I think no. that would just make because the most for, sense. In, in our time zone, for our international listeners, in our time zone, the sun comes up and, and 
in Southern California, the sun comes up about six ish, you know, and that's a, that's a pretty unique, um, situation for us. And that doesn't happen everywhere, Pat. Mm-hmm. Right. I've never been anywhere mm-hmm. else. No, that's the only place where it's like that. So they would just have a new association with what time meant. Yeah, and that wouldn't Pat, take... your phone is so loud. And it wouldn't take... Your phone is... Your new phone is so loud, Pat. And it wouldn't take... It's my sister. I hope she listens to this and realizes she ruined the episode. Literally, we're going to have to throw this out like we did our last one. Uh, Yeah, I think... I don't think it would take that long to just like readjust to like... Afternoon is no longer a time when you have lunch. It's now night. It's just <laughs> afternoon, but nighttime. But they would still wake up with the sun... And work during the day. No, but it they would just, just have, be like three a.m. No, I'd think that they'd still get up at nine a.m. in the middle of the dark, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd work through the night. Yeah, it'd be nocturnal. But it would make everything so, so much easier. Instead of being in like, world is working every at the time, same time. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call my friend. I want, I, I. It's impossible to know what time it is. Everyone needs to be awake at the same hours. Yeah. <laughs> and work at the same hour. So much more efficient. And base it off of us. How many times have you withheld an email because you're like, well, what if they're asleep? Yep, exactly. So what if they're asleep in Sacramento? So if you're in, if you're in New York, you now wake up at 9 a.m. You go to work at noon. <laughs> you stay there until 8 or 9 p.m. But oh, but yes, but, but yeah. it's 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. for us, it stays the same. Oh, got it. We're best. Okay. And then you go home at about 9 p.m. You go to sleep about 1 a.m. That seems like a pretty typical day. Yeah. I don't. The back half stays the same, and then you just work from not, from noon to 8. Yeah. That would take me about five minutes to get used yeah, to. Yeah, that and would then be, I'd be easy. And then I'd realize, wow, this is so much better. Yeah. And it starts now. Mm-hmm. It starts tomorrow. We're not phasing this in at all. No. Just <laughs> people in... in just get up. People in Japan. Just set your alarm and just wake up. People in Japan have to stay up all night today and work two full days <laughs> on no sleep so that they yeah, can get adjusted. That's, but that's okay. We'll give them a three-day weekend at like the end of the year. That's a good idea. Yeah. See? And Isn't this see, better? That's how we grow as a it's world, just, as we a don't global have to argue. society. All we have to do is just listen to what Hunter and I have to say and just do right. it. And, and that's now all. the global GDP is going to go through the roof because we're all being productive at Think the same time. Think about all the DP globally. But then the whole world's asleep at the same time. Sounds like that's a good time to do some crime. But the whole asleep. world is asleep. But no, but they're going to be asleep too. But what if about people that don't want to be asleep? Well, why would they not want to be asleep? So that they could do crime. But they have to be asleep. Not if they're doing well, crime. Well, then we'll just okay. Then that's easy too. The we'll whole just, world's asleep. We'll, There's okay, no one to catch. I them. got. I got it. So then we'll just hire like a a unit of people, like about. A billion strong. Okay. And they'll just kind of go around a and make sure police. that you stay in your home. Okay. When it's time to be asleep. Yeah. And they're the, not sleep. I mean, they're not It's police. not like a curfew no, no, or no. anything. It's, but it's just like, like the they're going to just be around and squad. be heavily armed to make sure that while you're asleep, no one else is out and about. Exactly. Because that's when it's supposed to be sleep time. Mm-hmm. And then they're the ones that make sure that you get up and go to work in the morning uh-huh. and, that and, they assign and that you're contributing jobs to society to everyone mm-hmm. based on what you're good at, mm-hmm. what kind of skills you have. And an easier way to make, make that whole thing work because maybe like your skill set is doing the like fry chef mm. and then mm-hmm. someone else's skill set is doing the uh, gymnastics. But doing the gymnastics. But you're like, well, what if I wanted to be a gymnastic, but that's not the job you got? Well, then you all make the same. Same. You everyone, yeah, exactly. Because fry chef should make as much as gymnastic, because <laughs> then everyone's the same. Yes. And because we're all sleeping and awake at the same time, so why shouldn't we earn the same same money? money? That's the thing. We're all sleeping at the same time. <laughs> the whole world is, and and fry chef makes except the same the, as gymnastic. The, for, the only people that aren't sleeping at the same time is the sleep squad, billion strong sleep squad unit of enforcers. That's too strong of yeah. a word. Sleeper, sleep, sleep team defenders, sleep, sleep defenders. defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And what's our role in this new global society? Uh, we're sort of like the watchdogs. Okay. So we kind of sit at the top and make sure that it goes as kings planned. And, kings and queens. Kings and 
King, you and I, just the two of us, kings <laughs> and queens? Yeah, I think that's an easier, like a more fun term for it. Yeah. But uh, but what we're really doing is like watchdogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, and we'll see everything because we'll have our, like a camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in every room. Yeah, exactly. And Freischef makes the same as gymnastic. <laughs> and that's the, that's the world and I want to live beauty. in. That's the beauty. That's yeah. the world I want to no live in. No more of this rivalry between the two. <laughs> that, see, this is great. I think we we just we got a lot accomplished this episode. Yeah, this and that starts one. tomorrow. That starts t- exactly tomorrow. Yeah, right when we get started on our Christmas classic and our Thanksgiving. Yeah, makeover. while you guys are all asleep, Hunter and I will be tirelessly working through right. the new night. Yeah, new night, which is daytime for most people. <laughs> But it'll be night for us, so yeah. know that we have to do it'll that. It'll be West Coast for, nice day for most everyone else. And we'll be up writing your new favorite Christmas song. Yep. Get used to working at the night, Europe and yep. Asia. Okay. Because night's the new day. It's the new night. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new night. This is, all right. Good job. That was exciting. I have a story. Time Did for you a just story. Go back to back. I think I. I think you no, you asked about the trilogy. Oh, you're right. And we got to start talking about something else. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got. <laughs> We're um, just solving problems. Sorry, we have a lot know, of problems to you solve. You know how much I love the idea of self-driving cars. I know that. I love uh, giving full control over to software and algorithms and updates. To keep me and everyone I love safe. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm all about. Mm-hmm. I was driving on the freeway and uh, I wish I had a picture or a video, but it happened too it, it happened too quickly for me to be able to properly react. Um, but I was driving and I saw uh, us. We were in a section of a freeway that has like recently changed. Like they've changed the lane lines within the last like whatever 10 years or whatever you know where you can still kind of see where the old lanes were they're like very uh faded oh and then, like, yes. the new lanes are like really clear and you know people can That's detect it dangerous if you're just like a robot <laughs> exactly because i saw a tesla very obviously self-driving in the middle of like in between two lanes like it was picking up the, where the old lanes were and not where the new lanes old were. Old lanes, best lanes. And it was just cruising in between two and people were like honking at it and the person was just like not really registering what was going on. Like, it, Why didn't he just turn off It wasn't... Because I, I don't think they were distracted or something. I mean, it lasted for like... And this sounds short, but it lasted for like 10 full seconds. But that's which a is a long, long time, time on the freeway. On highway, exactly. Yeah. Um and you could tell that like the car was self-driving because it was like kind of like jerking around. It wasn't making like really fluid like human movements. Like it was kind of like you could tell it's self-driving. Robot movements. It, exactly. The robot <laughs> arms were driving. Uh-huh. Um, and the person was just like distracted. They were you know, probably doing something else. It, I'm sure they were a millennial on their phone. In a Tesla. Um, but I just I wish I, could, I got a picture of it of that. Um that is crazy. And I'm sure that's a very rare thing to have happened. Well, have you seen that? No, well, so they un- recently put out like an update because Teslas get updates like computers, which is safe. Right. But <laughs> they uh, they put out an update for Teslas where they were, um, they could now self-park. Oh, no, no, no. The thing was um, they could, they could f- come f- pick you up. Like, so you, you, oh, yeah, yeah. The recommendation is for like a wider, more open parking lot. Uh, and like you should be within like 200 yards of your car when you summon it. But with the app, you can like literally summon it and it'll leave its parking spot yeah. and come find you. And, and you can like, it's like basically your own valet. Right. And then this came out like, I don't know, two months ago. And there were all these videos of like these Teslas just like completely botching it. Cause parking lots are not. A place for like yeah there's a lot going on yeah it's like you have to be a human to navigate yeah, at that this point. like you're like there's a lot of body language and like hand signaling that yeah. happens and like teslas just were like freaking out so there's all these videos of them like just like mowing into the back of like cars <laughs> or like just not stopping so like a person's like reverse lights are on and like instead of just like waiting to let the person reverse out the tesla just like blocks them in yeah the people are just like honking and pissed and then they just see that it's like a ghost tesla driver how pissed oh my god yeah 
That, it's so fucking funny. And like, I it, love seeing AI is, fail. It's funny, but yeah, dude, AI failing is so funny because like you can't help but like anthropomorphize the AI to just being like some like a like a dumb goofy robot, like goofy robot. <laughs> like all of those like AI that come up with that like write novels and like oh chapters. Oh my is god, the best the Harry Potter. It's so Wait, funny. Can we read that? I would love to. I'll pull it up. I would love to explain what it is. While uh, I find it. so yeah, an AI ingested like all of the Harry Potter books and then uh, wrote its own chapter. And it's so cute. It's such a fun attempt at, and this is the good thing about AI. It's not dangerous. It's not harming anybody, uh, except for maybe J.K. Rowling's bottom line. This hey, bump, this bump, bump, bump. Um, oh yeah, it's from Botnik Studios. Yeah, and this is this is just fantastic. <laughs> okay, so use yeah, your best so, reading voice. Yeah, so for this. using all, give the proper proper credit from Botnik Studio. How do I look at the pictures? Okay, I guess I just zoom in. Okay, so uh, is this? I'm not gonna make sure this is right. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so uh, the book that you're checking. Oh, you're gonna set the mood. So the title of this book, written by the artificial intelligence, brought to us by Botnik Studios. The title of the book is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. In the portrait of what looks like a large pile of ash. See, and that's already, I'm like, tell me more about this. A portrait of what looked like ash? What actually was it? So I'm already hooked. Hold on. I need to make sure this is the right one before we really dive into this. Yeah, no, it is. Okay, good. All right, we're good. You might have to just cut all this out. The castle grounds snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. The sky outside was a great black ceiling, which was full of blood. <laughs> the only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. <laughs> Magic. Colon. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. See, see this AI has a really good grasp of what the Harry Potter series is about. Leathery Just defining sh- magic. Leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he Harry's dead. As he walked across the grounds toward the castle. Ron was standing there and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. He saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. Whoa. A little bit dark. Uh Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> If you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive, confessed the reasonable Hermione. <laughs> so Hermione's got a bit of a temper here. Yeah. What about Ron magic? <laughs> Offered Ron. To Harry, Ron was a loud, slow, and soft bird. <laughs> Harry did not like to think about birds. <laughs> Harry. See, this is the Harry that we all know and love. All right, last, last paragraph. Death Eaters are on top of the castle. Ron bleated, quivering. Oh, Ron was going to be spiders. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he read, just, that, read that again. Ron was going to be spiders. I, he uh, just was. He just was. There's no stopping him. <laughs> he wasn't proud of that, but it was going to... <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't proud of that, but it was going to be hard to not have spiders all over his body. After, <laughs> after all is said and done... <laughs> Ron was going to be spiders. He just he was. Just was. Yeah, I mean, there's really no denying so that, that. I mean, it's 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 hard to say if that's it's it's hard to say if the actual J.K. Rowling series is better than that. I disagree. I don't think it is. Because I think that, the only argument is that it was fuel for this. That's true. Yeah, and, and see that that's kind of the Harry Potter that I think J.K had in her head when she was writing, but yeah. she just didn't have the, um, it's almost the like courage, the experience or the yeah. expert, the writing expertise to really make it. So I think she was afraid of what people would think in the right. robot having no like real inhibitions. Was right. Like, he wasn't afraid I'll to be it. judged. I'll or, write this fucking the robot. book. Yeah. I'll write the book that people want to read. Right. Um, and he just was, yeah, it was going to be hard for him not to, what was it? <laughs> it was going to be, 
it would just be too hard for him to not have spiders all over him. Uh, He wasn't proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I know it's going to happen. Oh, I know I'm going to be spiders. Man, Wait, I'm ready? Be spiders. Okay. He wasn't proud of that, but it was going to be too hard to not have spiders all over his body after all is said and done. Well, I, I mean, see, there's I no really, there's no better way to put it. How does Ron be spiders? <laughs> I want to know. How does he not be spiders? That's and it sounds point. like it's impossible. That's a really good point. Hey, that was a good right. time. Was good. So good. So thanks for coming. Guys, you know him and love him. That was Pat Coyle, a.k.a. Last Pick in Dodgeball, First Pick in Small Balls, a.k.a. Little Miss San Diego Correctional Facility 2014. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hunter, thank you. Thank you very much for another great episode. Your friend, Hunter Heck, a.k.a. Stanley Steamer's Worst Nightmare, a.k.a. Pampers Most Wanted, a.k.a. Did you sit in a pile of mud or are you just happy to see me? Good stuff. Nice. Thanks for coming. One more sode. One One more more sode. Bye, haters.